welcome to another edition of the Read More Podcast, the show that brings readers and writers together. I'm Marva Hinton. Today I'm at the Miami Book Fair with my guest, Tamika Gibson. Tamika, thanks so much for stopping by to chat with us today. And I'm really thrilled to be on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Your debut novel, Dreams Beyond the Shore, won the Bird Award for Caribbean Literature in 2016 and was published earlier this year. This YA novel is set in Trinidad and Tobago and tells the story of two teenagers, Chelsea Marchand and Chiron Grant, who fall in love amid some challenging circumstances. The story of Chelsea and Chiron is in some ways that classic first love story, but underneath that, these kids are dealing with some heavy issues in their families. Chelsea's dad is running for prime minister, and he has some skeletons in his closet. Chiron's dad is a successful businessman, but he doesn't live with his family, and he's also dealing with some scandals of his own. What drew you to this classic story with some interesting twists along the way involving political intrigue and serious crimes? So I think because we're islanders, there's a perception that life is really simple. And in a lot of ways, it is. We love to eat, we love to drink, we love to dance and and really spend time with one another. But at the same time, life in Trinidad and Tobago is also very complex. The way our families are structured and the way they function, the our politics, our government is complex. And, and so to me, it was a seamless meld then to present in a lot of ways what could seem like a typical story, but to have our complex backdrop working in the story as well. We never really see in the story what Chelsea's father has done, but it's sort of hinted at. And there's also a character who's murdered in the novel. When you're writing about things like that for such a young audience, are there things you have to be careful about in terms of the language you use or the details that you give? What I tried to do was tell the story in a very unadulterated way. I think the thing about younger readers is that they're very perceptive. They know when you're trying to make things PC. They know when you're holding back. And I think that there's a tendency to not trust an author who is not giving the reader as much credit as the author should. And so I really just tried to tell the story, the story as it came out of my head. You go back and forth in the novel between Chelsea's perspective to Chiron's. Why did you decide to structure the book that way, and was that always your plan to let each character tell their story in first person? That was always the plan. First, I I like reading stories that have shifting narrators like that, and I think it adds a level of, of authenticity to the story as well. One of the central conflicts in this novel is between both of the teens and their fathers. What Chelsea wants for her life is very different than what her father wants. And Kyron also wants to be free from his dad's influence. Why is this conflict one that you wanted to explore? Because I think it's so common among teens. You're growing up and you're getting to that intersection in your life when you're confident that your aspirations for yourself should take precedence to what your parents aspire for you. And so to me it was important to have that be front and center in the story. Well, there's a real Caribbean feel to this novel from the dialect that you use to the foods that you mentioned. Is this novel a bit of a love letter to your home country? 
I think it is. When I was a younger reader, I really wasn't seeing characters navigating contemporary Trinidad and Tobago. And I felt that lack there. I started reading American books. I started reading British books. And so I wanted to, with this story, write the novel that I never had when I was a little younger. Because there are stories there all around in Trinidad and Tobago. Stories are playing out every day. And I wanted to bring that to the page. Well, what are you working on right now? So I'm working on another young adult novel that is also set in Trinidad. It is not the sequel to Dreams Beyond the Shore, which I've been asked about numerous times. Some of the same themes, but it's an entirely different story. Well, let's just switch gears now and talk a little bit about what you like to read. What was the first thing you read that really resonated with you in a deep way? I read a lot of adventure stories growing up. I grew up in a rural part of Trinidad, southern parts of the island, and so adventure stories, a lot of Enid Blyton books were able to really take me beyond the reality that I was living in and show me a larger world. Well, if you were in a situation where you could only read three books that you've read in the past for the rest of your life, which books would you choose that you would like to just be able to you know, read over and over again and really study them? That's a challenging question. <laughs> I really love Chimamanda Adichie's Americana. It's that kind of culture straddling work that really casts a light on both Nigerian society, American society. I also love Huno Diaz's work. Um, the Brief Wondrous Life of Oscar Wilde was a, was a really good book for me to read. And I really liked Ibiza Boy's American Street. All those three books I could read over and over again. Well, on the flip side of that, do you have a book maybe that's very popular with readers or with critics that you have either never been able to get through or you did read it and then you wondered, like, what's the big deal? Like, you you didn't see the book the way that a lot of other people seem to see it. I have a few books like that. So probably a bit too many to name, and that's because I have a really short attention span when reading. I think a book has to catch me like in the first 10 pages. So I'm unfortunately one of those readers who, if it's 10 pages in and I'm not really engrossed yet, I'll pass and move on to the to the next. Well, that's okay. Let's, let's see. Let's move on. What are you reading right now? I am reading... American Streets um, by Evie Zuboy, as I mentioned earlier. I'm about half the way in. I'm also reading August Town by Ty Miller. Do you normally read several books at once? I do. On average, I would read about three or four books at once and, and jump between them. Well, where can listeners find you online if they want to know more about you or just keep up with what you're doing? So I am on Twitter. I am underscore Tamika Gibson on Twitter. And I am also on Facebook. And the name of that page is just Tamika Gibson author page. Okay. Well, Tamika Gibson, thank you so much. I really appreciate you stopping by to talk to us about your work. It's really been a pleasure to talk to you. And thank you so much as well. It's been fun. Please go to our website, readmorepodcast.com, to find out how you can win a free signed copy of Dreams Beyond the Shore. You can also follow us on Twitter at Read More Podcast and like us on Facebook. If you enjoy the show, please leave us a rating and a review on iTunes. And join us again in two weeks for another edition of the show that brings readers and writers together. 
Until then, I'm Marva Hinton reminding you to read more.